This is part two of a two-part podcast. Hi, my name's Ryan. I've been a supporter of Paul's for many years now. I wish to get the podcast and video creation part of the system we call Paul back up to full speed. And I think Patreon support is a big part of that system. Go over to patreon.com slash Paul Wheaton. Make a pledge for each artifact that Paul creates. Again, the site is patreon.com slash Paul Wheaton. You can also find the link in the podcast notes. Enjoy the podcast. So, um, um, anyway, wait, I getting back, that's a whole other podcast. The lovely, re- the lovely redhead um, was talking about herbs for health, and she was the one loading herbs into the dehydrator. And then we went to the chickens. 3,000 broilers. 3,000 broilers a year, and he mm. said he made 30,000 euros, and euros are worth more than more dollars. More than dollars, yeah. Profit per year. That is amazing, because I saw that they had bags of chicken feed. Right. They were feeding, they weren't even soaking it, which I thought was like, hey, That's at least true. soak the feed. Yeah. But um, they, and they had obviously invested a ton of money in their chicken processing setup. Because this True. is Sweden, who's super, as a nation, super into safety. Yeah. All children are rear, rear-facing until they are two years old. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. And they all drive Volvos and Saabs, right? Okay. All so, right. yeah. So, so, like, I've never seen a chicken operation. You know, like, everyone was... They all look scrubbed clean, but then they were all scrubbed clean and swathed in white, white. net. And they had the big white suits, and then the you know every speck of hair was in a net. You and couldn't uh, see anybody's hair. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they were, and they, and, but I I thought it was good that the video showed the harvest process. You saw the chickens in the cones. You saw, you know, right. They didn't shy away from, like, here we are harvesting chickens. Which you know they didn't exactly teach you a lot about harvesting chickens. In fact, no, it wasn't a, a tutorial. Stuff, they, they skipped a lot of steps. They, well, they skipped a lot of steps in everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it's and I kind of feel like that's a little bit unfortunate. But we, I mean, there was a lot to be learned, but I think that the movie could have been plumped out a bit with like, let's learn how to do this. Right. You know, let's let's get a little more insight on how... But it was it was an overview of their operations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was still very impressive. Mm. Um, uh, but okay, all right. Uh, there, there but was, you know, it's such a beautiful a, movie. I could have imagined them leaving out anything, like no blood. You know, they could have been like, "Here's a chicken," and you put, and then they cut away, and then you know, and there's yeah. a chicken, and they didn't they didn't cut away. You know. You saw he was cutting the chicken, and then the blood was going into the pan, stainless steel pan, and then they were dunking the chicken in the hot water, which is an interesting device he had. It wasn't a pot of water. It was some part of a big machine. You know, I got to say, the whole movie, wonderful music. Yes. Wonderful video, like like fancy pants highbrow photography video beautiful yeah 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 i think it's called videography i should write that down that's yeah <laughs> um it was it was a beautiful thing to watch and hear and it was it was a delicious movie all around right it's enjoyable to watch cuz there's so much beauty 
Yeah, yeah. So um, not a style that I can possibly do. I, I don't know how <laughs> to do it. That's the soft you, you, focus flower with the butterfly and yeah. And you got to stay focused on something arbitrary while the person comes into view and goes out of view. Right, the in you and know? out of focus is yeah. Right, the fancy you know, thing. and it's like all these fancy things I've never thought of because I'm kind of like, there's where it's happening. There's where I'm pointing you're the like, camera. I want the content. If you're not there anymore, I'm going to turn the camera off. Right. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah. what's the it's artistic? The, it was an artistic. Yeah, yes. they they have they can do art. I don't know how they do that. Um, the layers shelter was moved with an ATV. They designed the shelter to be moved with the ATV. So it sounded like it was like as big as we could get it and still be moved by an ATV. Yeah, yeah. And so, it was big. So the ATV kind of decides how many chickens they're going to do as layers. Right. And um, uh, and it was 350. Yeah, yeah. It's a it was a lot of chickens. It was an impressive thing that they did. I. I was a little I don't know, bit bummed. It, didn't, it didn't seem like enough space, the pasture for 350. I guess if you're moving them, I don't know how often they move them. Usually twice a day. Um, but, you know. If they're moving it twice a day, then that's kind of like watching, intensive grazing, yeah. I kept watching, like, where the chickens were, and I wanted to see, like, are they walking around on their own shit? And it seemed like, nope. It no, was, they were not. You're right. It was clean. And that's what I watch for. Okay. That's a good point. And and so it looked very clean. So I'm thinking that they're moving them a they're lot. They're doing intensive and frequent movement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they did a nice footage of the chickens going like, yay, and running onto new pasture with oh, yeah. grasses and forbs and flowers. And they're just like, mom, 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 Right. And yeah. they went up and they, they got the eggs. And didn't they, like when they talked about how many eggs they harvested each year, it was some bizarrely enormous number, yeah. like tons. So and they make, he said they make 15,000 euros a year from their eggs. And he could make more, but he feels like he should charge a fair price. He was say, He was kind of saying... I'm not charging as much as I could for these eggs. Which is a great way to go to build your market share. Yeah. And then, um, and I, and then I think that's a very Fukuoka style. Fukuoka was very much that way. Like, he, um, he wanted to sell his rice at the market rate. And and then he went back to make sure that his rice was not being like they were like selling his rice for more than other rice. Oh, okay. And so he, he felt it was really important that it's like, you know, it's going to be sold at the like the same as everybody else's right. rice. Of course, the only way it works for this guy is because he does have this labor that is educational labor. Um, I'm going to say, okay. Um, possibly. Um, I mean, I kind of feel like what I'm going to advocate is uh-huh. going to be that, you know, okay, you're going to build your market, and once you've built your market, then supply and demand kicks in. But even more than that, and this is kind of where we get into that whole space of, like, the stuff that I wrote for um, how do we get permaculture apples into Safeway. Right. And really, I think that the destination is more about girding it. And so then mm-hmm. it's kind of like, rather than trying to... um you know, do a CSA or 
you know, uh, uh, deliver to restaurants or, you know, wh- those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. That instead, it's kind of like um, uh, <clears throat> have a PDC, and now you um, you're you're serving the food that came off of your own land. Right. And um, so now you don't have to go to the store and buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, eventually your food system is going to be so good that people could come. And I mean, like you know, like what Sepp Holzer does is really good, and that is that he doesn't sell any food. People pay for access. Yeah, and and they steal it, fuckers. Right. And and it's kind of like uh, so. There's that. Uh, but I think another thing is is like um, why not do something where uh, people can come and rent a shack. Uh-huh. And uh, for far too much money, and then you uh, let them join you at your table for some food, right? You know, and it's like uh, that's 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 sort of system. where you're heading. You're not like, oh, I'm gonna have a big meat operation and sell it in Missoula. Yeah, no. not the goal. Tim Southwell. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you maybe while you're here, you should check out his his operation, um, and uh, uh, he's. Uh, here in the Missoula area as well, mm-hmm. and um, uh, he's doing you know like let's go all above board. Let's let's do a full butcher shop here, and oh, wow. um, with all the the sign offs and certifications, and the government has mm-hmm. you know got their hands up my skirt and everything. Right, and you know so he controls it from, from it all. birth to harvest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and so that's a that is a path. And you were, I mean, you were raising pigs years ago. Many years ago, ago. I did I did really well with hogs. And um, but I was putting them on a lot of pasture Mm -hmm. and giving them a little bit of organic feed. Right. And um, I want to do hogs again. Well, actually, you know what? My mission now is gardening gardeners. Mm-hmm. I feel so powerfully compelled that I do hardly anything outside. Although right. you, you did see me actually do something. You d- yes, I can you, vouch. Paula's out there chopping on logs. Yeah, I've done a little round with timber framing of my yeah. own. Yeah, but for the most part, I'm not. I'm I'm in in you the have office. An internet-based trying economy. to do all the other things. And yeah. but what I'm trying to do is garden gardeners. And, right. And so a lot of lessons have been learned in the last five years. And uh, so I want there to be hogs here, although now I can't eat any pork. That's I'm, right. You wouldn't even be able to have any. I wouldn't be able to have any oh, pork. I wouldn't man. be able to have any bacon. Now you're practically vegan. Uh, uh, well, no. <laughs> yeah. For about a month I was, and I was perfectly happy and comfortable. Although Jocelyn and my doctor started really kind of getting wiggy because, like, even though I was vegan, there's a lot of vegan food I couldn't eat. Oh, so it was a restricted. It was very yeah. restricted vegan, and uh, and so then we added in uh, vegetarian things. I do wait, no, I do like once or twice a week I do eat chicken. Right. And so it's I'm not even vegetarian. No, you're not vegetarian. Yeah. I was exaggerating. Yeah, no, no, no. But I mean, for a month I was vegan, but but Jocelyn and my doctor. And so chickens are me. a thing that, in an ideal world, would be here once you have a sufficient number of oh, yeah. safe paddocks. 
And right. there's progress with here, food. as I saw, with food in them. With food growing in them, and in fact, human-grade food. Because, of course, right. all that organic chicken feed that he was feeding them, mm-hmm. and I'm going to just totally Americanize whatever he's got going on over there. So I'm sure it's a similar system, mm-hmm. but it's that um, that food is not it was considered not of a high enough quality to be sold to human beings mm. so it's only allowed to be sold as animal feed and and so it's a substandard feed so they they were taking the eggs into that store and they're like oh we love your eggs because the the, the, yolks, the yolks are, are so yellow and and it's got so much flavor and i'm kind of thinking like what would happen if we do the paddock shift system with those same chickens, mm-hmm. we offer them the feed, and that same feed that they're offering them, and they reject it all. And they're like, all. no, I'd rather eat the stuff over here. Yeah, right. yeah. And and I wonder, you know, well, anyway, now I'm getting off onto a Those tangent. would be awesome, too. Those would be some amazing eggs. I'm gardening gardeners. Yes, and right. And lots of lessons learned. The product I, is people. I think that, uh, you know, we got to reach the critical mass. I mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. I think that there's been a lot of lessons learned. I think that uh, currently... The, my most most passionate study is with resentments, and and we and I was telling you a little bit about how the bounty program mm-hmm. built resentments. I mean, it was right. poison on people who came here. And poison well, yeah. so so we would say this task is two hundred dollars, and people say, okay, I'll do that for two hundred dollars. They'd get not understanding what they were signing up for. Right, because they would say, I'm a, I know what I'm doing. Two hundred dollars yeah. is a fair price. And you can count on me. I know what I'm doing. And they did not. And they'd get about a quarter of the way into it, and they'd say, you got to double the price. I can't do it for $200. And the thing is, is that the reason why they can't do it for $200, but before they could, they said they were an expert, but really they had no experience whatsoever. Yes. And they did not know. And um, It wasn't until they started doing now, it that they found out how much they didn't know. Exactly. Yeah. But now, on the other hand, if they were a pro and they really did know what they were doing, I think that they would say $200 is a fair price. And right. they could get it done in a day. Very fast, yeah. And whereas the the person that said that didn't have a lot of experience... Then um, it's not he's not going to be able to get it done in a day. He's not he's thinking like it's going to take five days to get this done, and then I'm making less than minimum wage. Right. And so then no way. It's like you said that the good farmhand can get four times as much work done as the the average farmland. So if uh, you you look at that and you're like I could hire a local pro to do this job for this amount of money. For 200 bucks. And then you have the unskilled person going, oh, I can totally do that. And then they're like, oh, man, this is hard. Like, yeah. I did it and it fell over. So I, I, I showed it's... up at 11 a.m. and I got tired <laughs> by 2 p.m. That's a full day. And this is going to... Anyway. Yeah, that was yeah, that was like the old. That's gaffer. not we're, always the case. No, no. We've had some no. people that have been just great, 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 great. That's great. why things are better now because you have a new program where people have at hand advice, instruction, supervision. All I'm saying. And stuff is getting done. I saw that yeah. cool new fence. That's like yeah. That's like most of a pa- well half of a paddock. Is it half fenced? I'd say it's just a whole big long back. A third fenced right oh, now. Right. A third. So, but um, the, the the moral of the story is is uh-huh. that these these like the thing with the bounty program 
lessons and and resentments like like that 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 is a resentment engine a resentment machine and so and a resentment factory and so basically that person is like I am not going to finish this for two hundred dollars. They don't walk out of it going, gosh, I was wrong to say I could do that for $200. They walk yeah, out no. of it going, gosh, Paul is such an asshole to say that's only worth $200. Yeah, and and so they're not, at the same time, I think they've learned some stuff about themselves, and they even resent what they've learned about themselves. <laughs> and, and it's like, I didn't want to know that I couldn't do that. So right. now I'm mad at you. And I said I could. I said I was rubbing my nose in it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I told you that I was an expert. And now I like to feel clear, like an expert, and I'm now not. I don't feel good. Yes. So now I'm mad, and I'm I'm not going to be mad at me. I'm going to be mad at you. I think the Ant Village program is good, provided that the people who come are prepared. It, we've we've had some people who have come, and they showed up with like 25 cents in their pocket, and I'm kind of thinking like, well. I suspect there's a way to I, make that work. I would say I think this should be like like when you when you emigrate to a country and you have to show them that you have X yeah. thousand dollars in you're the like, bank. We're not gonna let you walk in here if you're penniless. Yeah. Because the the point here <laughs> is that you're gonna make your own structure and you're gonna make your own food systems, but unless you eat grass you, you're going to need money. Or eat snow. Or snow, depending on the time of year. Yeah. You're going to need money in order to buy food so that you live for another day to towards that towards that time when you're making all your own food. It's like even food. Dick Pranicky. Yeah. You know, he showed up with what could fit into a couple of backpack loads. And, and then he kind of made his own tool handles, you know, made a log cabinet. But right. then he had that buddy that was showing up in that plane once a month. Yeah. With a bunch, a bunch of, of sugar and flour. And, right. The kind and of stuff like, you don't find in the Alaskan wilderness. Yeah. 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 And so, but I could imagine that somebody could take it a step beyond Prenicky, but that's not what was happening. That's and, not who's showing up. And no. then they would get, and the, the, there'd be resentments there. So I, right. I, I think you're right. I think that, but I kind of feel like, you know what? That's none of my fucking business. And and what I really want to do is I I want to somehow grow the um the the future Richard Perkinses is mm-hmm. of uh, permaculture, and I and I think that it can be done here. And and it's like, but anyway. I'm gardening gardeners, and mm-hmm. it's and it's turning out that um, while I've got some abilities, that I wish I could be better, and I do think I'm 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 blazing some new ground here, where it's like I'm going off in a direction mm-hmm. that I think is going to work, and it's not exactly I don't I don't have a lot of other resources to lean on and say I'm going to copy what that person did. Right, you've moved yeah in a different direction. Right. Yeah. So, all right, back to the show. Back to the show. Um, here I've got stuff about key line. Mm. And so uh, it, it, they were doing the thing with the key line plow. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, but at the same time, and I'm kind of thinking like, well, when you do the key line plow thing, then um, you're not going to be able to regulate how much space there is between the key lines. Yeah. And it kind of seemed like 
he was wanting to make sure that there is the same amount of space. Sort of a there. modified key line, maybe. Maybe. Because, yeah, I was just like, well, how, how, because he was really emphasizing, like, we have parallel, like, our, our lines of trees are not straight. They're following the land. Yeah. But they are parallel. The, yeah. the distance between the rows of trees is the same, or at least roughly the same, yeah. all the way along. And it looked like it was sort of two tractor passes in between. Yeah. And their tree lines were, he, he specified, 1.8 meters wide was uh, the space that the, the trees and the bushes took up. And he said he used 59.6 degrees latitude, which is very north. He's quite north, yeah. And um, Next there's to only all that oceany stuff, though. Yeah, yeah. So that's milder. He said he only had 30 species of trees that he could grow, but they were growing apples, pears, cherries, plums, hazelnuts, yeah. and then oh, so many berries. Sweden's all about berries. Right, and and so I imagine there's and I and and frankly. Okay, so yeah, that's cool. He's it was doing cool. Key, he's doing key line. Yeah. I would rather not do key line. Right. No, here, that would be, I don't know where, up on the lab, there's up some on places the lab, that you could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I'd, I'd still rather not. But um, uh, definitely that, I mean, the just that, like when that gal measured those grasses in that one spot, it's like, that is some thick-ass grass. <laughs> that was a diverse community yeah, of forbs and grasses. Looking good. Looking yeah, good. that did look, look delicious. So this one, I think, is a big one. Um, mm-hmm. There was an intern, and they're interviewing the intern. Mm-hmm. And the intern says that her friends in college are campaigning about problems in the world. So, right. they, so it sounds like they're protesting. He said, my friends were activists. Yeah. Yeah. And and then, and I, I thought it was a woman, maybe it was a guy. I thought it was a woman. Who was no, there, there were two people that did this, but first it wasn't a woman. And the woman says that she is just as passionate as her friends, mm-hmm. but she's not comfortable with that approach. With what they were doing. And so she feels like what she's doing now is doing more to make the world a better place yes. than all of their I, I was like, Paul, activism. that's your thing right that's there. That's it right there, yeah. She's saying your thing. Make the world a better place Build instead of being things. angry at bad guys. Build good things of it being angry at She's, bad guys. Yeah. She said that her friends were asking other people for what, or that she could describe the campaigning as asking other people for what we think we deserve. That's not an exact quote. But she was saying it's better to to do your own thing. Yeah. And instead of asking for permission, just do it yourself. Like, right. make the world better by doing things. So I, I think that when you combine permaculture and homesteading, and, like, you get to the point that you're girding it, mm-hmm. then all the politics in the world becomes small and far away. So yesterday I was... Was it yesterday or the day before? I know we we went into Missoula. Right. It was yesterday. That was yesterday. Seems then, so long ago. And then um, we were talking about health care, and I said, here's what I think. And Jeremy says, that sounds very libertarian. And I was like, 
Oh, no, that's political. <laughs> I'm not political. I'm <laughs> not so, identifying myself uh, yeah, as and, any particular uh, thing. So uh, as much as everybody else seems like they need to put me into some sort of box with a political right. label on it. I think it's $25 for the political bo- podcast. Oh, yeah. And you've listened to the political podcast. How did I do that? Did you pay the $25? I think you did. Maybe. Right? Even though I said, do not buy this podcast. I think it showed up in a gob. I know I bought a gob. No. The, po- the political yeah, podcast. separate? If, if I'm going to piss people off, I want them to give me 25 bucks. 25 bucks. Maybe yeah. I did. Yeah. I know. Those it seems pockets. like when those things come up, you grab them right away. And so it's like, well, I know at least one person's going to buy this, All Julia. Right. All right. You can count on me. <laughs> So, um, and then that's when they were milking out in the field under a portable roof. Yeah. And he only got, it looked like a gallon and a half of milk from the one cow. So, it, and I think I saw the calf too. So I think they're just getting some milk for themselves to yeah, drink. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there were sheep there too. I saw them using that electric fence. And, now, when I when I used that, I had similar fence to what they had, mm-hmm. the Electronet, mm-hmm. for chickens and stuff. Right. And and when I would use it, I would always uh, hook up the bush hog to the tractor and be like, okay, this is where the fence is going to go. And so I would mow. Right. And um, because if you don't if you don't, mow, it shorts out. It shorts out. Yeah. And they just stuck it in the ground there, and I could see... All and that thick, lush, lush grass right. leaning on the fence. Right. And you're it's like, like it's all shorted it's out. Just uh, They must not have a lot of predator pressure. Maybe. Because you're right. It, it couldn't possibly be functioning. But you could say, well, maybe they started out on more lawn-like area, you know, shorter grass, and they trained the birds to not touch it or something. Yeah, but did you remember the scene where they were catching idea. the loose chickens and yes. tossing them back in? It's like maybe maybe they don't even turn it on. Maybe they just use it as a marker. So so yeah, maybe maybe they're like uh, you know Steve, damn Steve, he he didn't even mow before putting the fence up because the camera was there and he's like trying to show off. Maybe. And so maybe now all the it. chickens got out. The chickens are loose because yeah, they were Steve. grabbing. Chick- Those were the layers. Those were the brown hens. They were tossing them back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't work without yeah. Um. Oh, this one was a good one. Transforming the conifer forest to deciduous. Yeah. So he was talking about like, okay, you get this much money, you grow these trees, you get this much money once every 80 years. Right. And so then he was like building basically, I don't know, a hippie shelter as a treehouse. He was building a little treehouse that he was going to basically Airbnb. And he said, if I rent this out for two weeks a year, yeah, then my my income per square meter is the same as if I clear cut it every 80 years. Yeah. He said, all I have to do is rent it out for two weeks. weeks. And he says, you're going to stay at the farm and eat our food and learn. It really sounded like he was thinking of families because he said something about your kids, like people bringing their kids. I kind of got the impression that it was, you know, uh, fancier intern habitat. Right. The interns seem to be living in in trailers. We saw little glimpses. We saw like a little mobile home thing, and then there was also just like a vacation trailer thing. And so, because I was wondering where they were staying. Where do these people live? And it's like every once in a while I get a glimpse of something, and it's like right there. That's where they're living. That's where they're storing their interns. Habitat. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so um, I kind of got the feeling like they were building this thing, and based on the words that he said, my interpretation was is that some intern is going to come and stay, and Mommy and Daddy are going to give an extra, you know, 500 bucks a month for, you know, little Stevie to stay in, in you know, nice the place. nice place. Maybe. You know, that'll, that'll, uh, if little Stevie's in there, maybe, he's in maybe the nice I'm, place. I'm, I, maybe then, I'm biased because that's uh, what I want to do. I want to, I want to rent out our farmhouse uh, okay. to families. Okay. All right. I, I was going to. On gonna, property. So maybe, maybe while little, while little Stevie is staying in the nicer place, then, um, he will appear more attractive to the opposite, uh, to the preferred gender, I should say. To the you, preferred You never gender. know. Yeah. yeah. Make no assumptions. So, um. But I like the thing you said about how grass is super efficient at capturing sunlight and carbon dioxide, and you make food from it 25 meters per second. The water the moves. The water moves. And it's Fluid like, dynamics. That's like instantaneous. It can't be 25 meters per second. That's what he said. I mean, I know, and, and he said, and he said it was a it must have a, been something else. A small amount, a smaller, a slower speed, but still crazy fast. Talking about how water moves from the soil up into a tree. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, then he was yeah. saying it goes even faster into grass, and that grass is like the most efficient thing at utilizing the energy from the sun to suck carbon dioxide out of the air. And put it into the ground. Uh, that's, and that's that was one thing. of his goals, was to capture carbon. So, um, uh, speaking of capture, we've got a, I've got a video about carbon footprint about to come out on yeah. YouTube. Did you see that? Oh, I yeah, did, did see that. that. Okay, all right. I think I it's like a pretty it. profound video. And, and it's like the average human being's carbon footprint is 30 tons per year. Mm-hmm. And if you, uh, and, and I think if I remember correctly, uh, electric heat, the an electric, uh, if you use an electric heater, that's mm-hmm. uh, uh, 29 tons per year, I believe it is. And the average American car is four tons per year. So it's like if you, and then and on top of that, um, a rocket mass heater is 0.4 tons per year. Right. So switching from electric heat to a rocket mass heater uh, reduces your carbon footprint as much as parking four cars. Now, if you've you know, got bare land and you're going to plant mm-hmm. a bunch of trees and grasses, then, yeah, you're going to, you know, this is a way to negate your carbon footprint, but you kind right. of need some acres. Yeah, you need to, acres to, to make, a, make, make a difference there. Yeah. But the thing is, is that for that conifer forest where he's got that little treehouse-like thing yeah. that he's building there, he wants to transform the conifer forest to deciduous, which I agree with entirely. Right. That was a tree plantation there. That's, Those trees were in rows. So I kind of feel like right now up at the lab, yeah. we have way too many conifer You've trees. we got a lot of conifers. Just, I mean, even from this perspective of like, if you're a person that's like, I am going to totally manage this woodland to be a purely conifer forest, uh-huh. there's still way too many. It's got to be thinned out. Oh, I see. It's yeah. really got to be thinned out. Right. But I really want to move... Like I want to take, uh, I want to get rid of 95% of the conifers that are there, uh-huh. and so hey, uh, anybody want to build a wafati? Right. <laughs> you know, junk pole fence, perhaps. Berm, berm shelter. Yeah, berm shed. I, get a bunch of I want sheds. to build a berm shed. Yeah. Do you have forest land at your property? We do, and we have a plantation area that's been neglected for 20 years, so it has many, many tall, skinny conifers. And yeah, that were we planted in rows and never thinned. So in the movie. He wants to transform that conifer forest to something deciduous, and so probably a food forest of some sort or mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah, um, the conifers. He was hoping to find chestnuts that could survive the winter. 
Okay. And that's what he wanted to give to Gracie. To give Gracie to his adorable daughter, who is sort of the artistic thread, you know, that runs through the whole movie. You keep seeing her. Like, it goes to from this part of the farm to this part of the farm, and you see Gracie over and over and over again. Um, so a... At one point in time, yeah, Gracie's kind of like the thread pulling it all together. Yeah. Um, and she's a cute little kid who speaks with a British accent. A British accent. She's adorable. And so um, I was kind of amazed how much English was used there. And, but but maybe there was a lot of editing. Maybe that's why well, it's only yeah. an hour and 15 minutes instead they of cut, two hours. They cut out the Swedish. Yeah. You know. I'm sure that girl speaks fluent Swedish and fluent English. And she talks English with her dad and Swedish with her mom. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Uh, they had a regulator there who said, I don't know how to classify this land. Yes. Is it a farm? Is it a garden? Yeah. 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 I, I thought that was, or is this woodland? Is it, you know, yeah, that, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I, here was a good one. Um, he talks about, so Richard Perkins talks mm-hmm. about, there used to be large families eating at a large table. Now, you don't see people in the field or even on the road. So it's it's kind of like a statement of how things are now. Yeah. We we have so distanced ourselves from other human beings, like we don't even see other people. Because when you're driving down the road, you really don't see people in the cars. You're going so fast, you can't figure right. out who it is. And then There's a plus lack of human connection. Don't really see him. But if but he's saying that they've got people working in the fields, uh-huh. and so that you know that's that's a very powerful thing. Right. They were haying with human labor. Right. They were cutting the hay with scythes, and uh, we're going to get to that. Right. But I, anyway, I kind of feel like a part of what he's doing is he's trying to reintroduce the concept of large family mm-hmm. sharing a meal at a large table. Right. Which um, they did. They had like 12 people that would, they would share a meal three times a day. Right. And and I and I really believe that that's the way I want to go. Now, I do believe that eventually we're going to get everything built up at the lab, and so there will be a large table with uh-huh. a bunch of people. But there's also going to be, you know, probably um, uh, eight to ten satellite structures where uh-huh. people will choose to eat alone because that's how they roll. That's what they like, yeah. And maybe once in a while join the greater group. Somehow, uh-huh. or something like that. I, you have a lot of space up there. You have space for extroverts and introverts, and all and everything in between. And everything in and, between. And other flavors that don't quite fit on that spectrum. Sure. Yeah. Um. All right. We talked about the part where uh, about people working for free. Um, right. Am I getting too far ahead of you here? Um. I just I just like the um the young man who said he was there because he was like, hey, what am I going to do about it? And he just, you know, he's like, I'm here because I wanted to um, be able to tell my children and grandchildren that I that I tried. <laughs> that oh, I did right. Something. Oh, right. It's like when the world goes to shit, it's like, no, I knew the world was going to shit, which is why I went to go and do something that actually made a difference and helped out. Yeah. So at least yeah. I wasn't making the world go to shit. 
So, and, then, and then he was he was bragging, you know, we we processed 150 birds in a day. So I think when they were filming that, they were like, we did that. Well, I think what they said was, was like, they, they processed 150 birds in record time. In record time. As one of the things we did today. Well, that's true. That wasn't all they did. Although it did seem like all hands were on deck. All hands were on Richard deck. Richard was there wearing white and, yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of people but there. But I'm going to guess that they processed 150 birds in a couple of hours. Okay. You know, they've. They, they, it looked like they were kind of feeling good that, like, we've gotten really good at doing yes, this. Yes, we've gotten really good about doing this. And then they had some woman, I'm guessing from the government. No, no, she wasn't from the government. It's, it sounded like they had hired her, a veterinarian, right. to check out the birds for salmonella. Right. But she she was a, all suited up. and. Then she put the test pads on her plasticized feet. Yeah. And she walked around. Right, collecting chicken poopy poop. bits. Yeah. And then and then she and saved crawled those. around in the eggmobile. Yeah. She was really looking. Right. And then she's going to test she had all the, that. I was watching and it was she was dragging her feet in just the right way to get the samples on those weird little pads that were mounted on the bottoms of her feet. On little plastic booties over her shoes. Yeah. And then as she was exiting, she pulled the little test pads off the bottom of her feet and put them into a sample bag. There you go. She's going to look for salmonella. Yeah. 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 Safety first. So then towards the end of the movie, we got to meet Richard's wife. Yeah. So uh, Mrs. Perkins, who yeah, English... Yeah, name. English, yeah, never got her... You know, may have been in the, in the trailing credits, but um, uh, she didn't speak English particularly well. Right. Her English, well, her English was accented. And she was there when they were all having the meeting. You could see her in the background on the couch with the baby. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a, I kind of feel like that's a cool thing. Like, she was nursing. Yeah. And it's like, right on, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I don't know, I, I just kind of feel like any time when you've got a woman nursing, it's kind of like that brings everything up a notch. Right. As for what's wholesome and healthy and good and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, not sure why, but I, I just kind of feel like that's always a good, healthy sign. But she said something that I thought was especially profound. Mm. Um, before meeting Richard, she belonged to a community farm project. Oh, yeah. But the community part was taking all the time. Right. So it sounded like they didn't build anything. They didn't make anything. They didn't do anything other than try to resolve their community stuff. Right. She said she wanted to be on the land, but it just, it you know, yeah, it all the time got sucked up by community. And you could say, oh, yeah, yeah. that can totally happen. And you know what? I don't think anybody believes that for a second until they live it until they've lived it yes and and it's like and not just lived it but lived it over and over again right because it just seems like oh well if i'm in community that would never happen any community i'm in is gonna be trouble free it's gonna be because all the people will be awesome and wonderful and of course i'm there i'll fix it and i'm awesome yeah yeah Yeah, no i've been i've been uh, close to a, a community um in portland where there's 
I don't know how many people, 50 people or so. And boy, there's so many meetings. You know, so many meetings. Of all the people who have come Mm -hmm. and they have, like, they've been here and they've said, Paul, I just got to tell you, I love what you're doing. And they're like close to tears. Uh And it's like, I appreciate it so much. You, of all the people in the world, you are leading the way for all of us and and hardly anybody knows it. These are the people, these people universally that say this are the people that have been in community. Uh Like, like they've tried this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, so for example, when I say, um, build a berm, Uh don't, I did a potluck a long time ago for my neighborhood. Oh, right. You invited your neighbors and it was nothing but trouble. And, and so now what I do is I build a permit. I'm going to lay, I'm going to lay low. Right. And it's like, and and I know you and I have been on phone calls with other people that, and they are telling us their Uh problems. And that's right. And it's like, there are a lot of people that have been through hell with mm-hmm. their neighbors. Right. And or or nosy with neighbors, difficult neighbors. The department of making you sad. Right. And it's like often called by the difficult neighbor on you. Yeah. 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 And and it's kind of like um, it's not until you've lived it mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, I want to live the permaculture and homesteading life. But without all that drama, without all that nightmare, I want to turn the volume knob way down on that. How do I do that? And then, and I think that um, a lot of people, what they do is they move and they do exactly what I'm doing. Berms, laying low. The animals are coming. And I'm going to have to return that call. But it's like, you know, I choose to not interact with my most immediate community Mm -hmm. because there once upon a time was a community that I chose to interact with. And so then a lot of people have this feeling that, like, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. I would never do that. Right. And and then, you know, then you get to be of a certain age and you've tried and it's like I I thought I went to that land and that would be the last time I would ever move. Mm-hmm. And so I put down roots. When you're on Mount Spokane. Well, and I, I'm trying to speak in a way that's a like for general, all, of, in a general yeah. way for all these people. Yeah. Like, like now I'm, I've arrived at my destination, this what I've it. dreamed of all of my life, all my permaculture and homesteading, gardening desires. I can do it all now. And I'm putting down the deepest of deep roots. I want to do everything as if I'm going to live here forever. Mm-hmm. And then you find yourself like five, seven years later, like, I got to get out of here. I got to go. It's like the nightmare here is too much. And wherever I go, I'm going to, I'm going to pick a place that's going to have like 90% less nightmare because of the location mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to take extra steps to protect myself even further. Mm-hmm. So, <gasps> and I think that very few people appreciate that. And it and it's like most people when they're starry eyed and 22, it, it's not a fit. And the and the the people that we saw in this video, mm-hmm. there were the interns, dominantly, you know, that's uh, the, that's that 18 was their age, 22, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so it's kind of like and and so I could kind of see that's why I'm saying like that what he's doing over there. If somebody lived in Missoula, it would appeal more than oh, what I I'm see. doing here, right? So all right, all right. Um, then. Well, that's a great commercial for building community, Paul. I, I think y'all should go to Sweden. Well, pay that dude. I can under. Uh, 
part of it is is that I think that what we're doing here is going to appeal to level five people, mm-hmm. and what he's doing there is going to appeal to level two people. Right. You okay. know, and and so the, and then by by math there are a thousand for for every one thousand level two people there's one level five people. That's the I, I now have a voicemail. That's, oh, I that's see. What it's saying. Okay. Yeah. That's a Zen gong. I got it. Yeah. Um. So therefore, I'm going to get right. very few people here. Right. But, but I, you're putting it out there. The I don't more people wanna... here, the better. But they need to yeah. be the right people. They need to be the right people. And we can encourage them to come and check it out. And it's like Fred gets it. Fred yeah. Fred has seen a lot, and and so I I I every and then most of the people that I meet that are like they get it, they see it, but they've got their own land, they've got their own thing going on someplace else. Right, or they're old like me. Or or old like me. Right. Yeah, old like us. Okay, old um, like us. Yeah, let's be old. We're being old. We'll be old together. Okay, then after we got to hear from Richard's wife talking about the community part was taking all the time, and then she met Richard. And, and now, and boy, look awesome. at all the stuff they're getting done. It's so amazing. And they have community. Yeah. You know, and I think it was a pretty cool They have cool community, community with a central leader. And he started talking about hierarchy. you got to yeah. have hierarchy. And it is. It's a central leader system. And saying that system. it's natural. It's a natural thing. True. Yeah. And a lot of it is because of what each individual seeks. Mm-hmm. And and it's like it fits. And then if you look at nature, you've got you know all of these different players in nature, and they all fit their role. And they're actually looking out for their own self interests. Mm-hmm. And then it works for everybody. It all fits together. Yeah. So um, let's see. I've got written down here. Uh, uh, oh, he's thrown out. All the old contrived way of doing community building. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. And so it's like, um, uh, so there's a lot of stuff about building community, and, and he's had to, th- he's thrown all of that out, that right. it doesn't work. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I knew. I've thrown out old ways of doing community building, yes. Okay, and? And so the, I had that after. This part where they were uh, talking about how, um, you know, the, let's see, well, the collecting hay by hand, which I just thought was cool to see that they had scythed all that hay. And and he said, he said, as recently as the 1980s, that's how all the local farmers were doing it. Right. In northern Sweden, where he was. I, I did think that that was pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and how they laid the hay out to dry and things. I, I, uh, I mean, I saw the. You grass. also said that's not really high quality. That's hay. what I'm getting at. The, yeah. I, the grass was very high quality grass, and then the hay looked very bleached, which is usually from rain. Yeah. And so I kind of wonder they put it out to dry and it got rained yeah, on. Yeah, they're in a rainy summer place. Okay. So yeah, I think it did get rained on. And then they're trying to move it into the barn, and it's like. That looks like a low-quality hay. Oh, well. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's like the colors in Olivier's video weren't coming through quite right or something. Uh, maybe. You know, but it looked like that was a very pale color. It should have been a darker, richer green. Okay. Okay. So it's like uh, it's not much of a – it's not as good of a food now. Mm-hmm. It's closer to being straw. Right. He was He was talking about how – 
that he had, you know, when he first arrived, there were 20 people. They were planting trees, and the neighbors saw them working so hard, and he thought that was a good thing. That yeah. You know. And then when the, he was harvesting the hay by hand, that the neighbors remembered doing that themselves back in the 1980s. You get the impression that a lot of the neighbors are oldsters, you know, who are still in the place that they own. Well, now, one of the things that I would advise Mr. Perkins on is, uh-huh. um, hey, buddy, maybe build some berms around your perimeter. <laughs> so you don't have the neighbors watching Because what the you're neighbors doing. are watching. And so here's what I was hearing is, like, I'm surprised that... Um, you're not infested with regulators because the neighbors called and reported you like, I saw people in that field and what they're they're doing it the wrong way. They have to do it the way I did it when I was a kid, you know, or whatever, Uh you know? And, and, uh, so I kind of felt like, uh, yeah, once you got your neighbors seeing what you're doing, you're kind of exposed. Uh, you know, you could, they could call the department of making you sad. Next thing you know, because like Joel Salton says, Mm -hmm. uh, trespassers will be impressed. And then, and then the next thing is, is that there he is spending three days justifying cows in a field to a regulator. Right. And yeah. And then there was the part where they said it works because the people are working for free. One of the interns said that the Italian intern with the green hair. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm thinking of, like, one of the interns that didn't have green hair mm-hmm. <laughs> was saying something about, like, I have to uh, justify to my parents right, like what my I'm parents, doing here. My they, parents they, don't, like, they don't agree with what I'm doing, that I'm here. They don't understand that I'm working hard all day and not getting paid. Right. And um, uh, and then that's when Kia kind of piped up and she says, my parents are the same way. Right, because she's here as a boot. Yeah, yeah, right. and and I'm kind of thinking like, um, uh, uh, you know, first of all, I, for the for the boot program, we go into the red. I mean, uh-huh. it's like if we were to hire people out to do these jobs, I think it would be cheaper that way. Right. So it's like the educational yeah, program because it's yeah, it's basically so there. But at the same time, I'm trying to build community. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so I want to hit the critical mass. Right. And so I'm glad to to do this to try to build the community and get to the point that we hit critical mass. Right. And then we can move forward. And the redheaded girl said, you're not making a living. You're getting the tools to go out and make a living. She sounded like she really planned on doing this sort of thing on her own land. Or on that land. But anyway, doing yeah. this professionally. Yeah. Like, this was her goal. I want to work on the land. I've come here because this is where I can learn right. to work on the land. And I think that, um, I think you're definitely going to learn a lot at Richard Perkins's place. And yeah. of, of a variety of stuff where the, the benefit is going to be immediate and obvious. Um, and the experiences are even something that you can justify to your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you come here, I'm not... I'm not sure if that gets any easier. I mean, it's like, okay, well, what did you do? Built junk pole fence. What the fuck is that? Right. You know, and and uh, um, what did you do today? Uh, cob. The fuck is that? <laughs> you mean like like off of corn? Right. <laughs> we ate some corn on the cob. Yeah. It's like, uh, um, uh, did you pull weeds? Well, we don't pull weeds. Right. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay, actually, we do. So we um, we did the uh, the plant tour. Uh-huh. For the peasant PDC, they came down here, and um, so there we've there are t- 
there's a one weed that we've been pulling ever since we got here, and that's knapweed. Oh, right. It's allelopathic. It poisons all the plants around it. Uh-huh. And then uh, this year, Jocelyn, uh, we've got rid of most of the knapweed around the house. That's right. I didn't see it. Yeah. And uh, this year, Jocelyn is uh, pulling up the prickly lettuce. Right. Edible, although when it gets kind of a bitter. Certain, when it gets a certain size, it, it has a lot of that latex with the opioids in it. That's what she told me. Yeah, uh, but it's like we got way too much of it. Right. And and so it's like let's thin the herd and. Chop and drop. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a lot of chop and drop. Right. And then, of course, we've got some comfrey here that is just... Magnificent. Giant. Comfrey. What's magnificent is that rhubarb. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, you know, long before, back back in my earliest days of gardening, uh-huh. rhubarb was kind of the thing I was the most keen on. So I did most of, and when I remember I, I talked about how that first summer I read a hundred books on gardening. Yes. And like, you know, doubly so on anything about rhubarb. <laughs> and, and so for years I hyper focused on rhubarb. So I've, so no, I'm, i the rhubarb king. I got a little, I've got some of my old tricks up my sleeve about rhubarb. And they're not that, I mean, we could talk about it in a podcast one day. Okay. But, um, do but, a Skype. Oh no! Don't use Skype. I'm not actual Skype. Zoom. We you do they do a Zoom. Yeah, you, you, know, record you can it. bring it up in the Permaculture Smackdown. You tell me. So yeah, I can't right. talk in the Permaculture Smackdown. I can only type. You can type and make suggestions, and then there have been there has been two different occasions where somebody was only allowed to type, and then we activated their camera and brought them online. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah Except happened. I have a sticker over my camera. That's right! <laughs> you turned your camera on once, I and it do. was like, I have a what the hell is that? It's it's Bell. It's a sticker. Yeah. No, I I understand. And I can't put a sticker over mine, because I use mine so often for so many meetings right. and interviews and stuff like that. So it's like... Yeah. If the, if the NSA is watching me do whatever it is I do in here... I hope they find it entertaining. Cause, yes. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm at the end of my notes. Yeah. I'm at the end of my notes. I mean, they, they circled back to Gracie and Richard said, I'm here because I wanted to raise my kids on the land. Like I sought out land because I wanted to raise my kids on the land. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's a slightly older than average father. He doesn't look old at all. But... Um, that seemed to be a big motivation. And then that, that was Gracie. She's through the whole movie. And then there she is at the end. And at he's one like, point, I'm going to give this to her. At one point, she's wearing a cow costume. Yes. A fuzzy cow costume with a pink belly. Yeah. 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 So she, uh, uh, yeah, she, she And when she's picking berries, together. she's wearing a pink dress, and she has a pink bucket to put the berries into. And she helped with gathering the eggs. Yep. So it does seem like she half the movie with, she was uh, right there picking up dried herbs and yeah I think I think that was the filmmaker I think the filmmaker's like this is how I'm going to tie everything together yeah he's with, with, with this adorable blonde child yeah 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 um, so yeah two thumbs up overall yeah two thumbs up I, it was it was a very good movie a lot of really good points and of course. There were a lot of things where I, I wanted him to do it differently, but but he is a magnificent artist in seed and soil, and and because he currently has uh, all those interns and he has so much food coming off of his property, 
Um, he's obviously doing it right, and I'm doing it poorly. I mean, those, he's doing it differently. There are many ways to do things right. What I'm trying to do is, I want to make sure that if Richard Perkins is uh-huh. listening to this now, oh, yeah. I'm not trying to say you suck. I'm awesome. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying no. to say Richard is awesome. Richard is. He's doing him. He's doing I'm, it great. I'm trying to 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 right. not. So I would do things. I would do things differently. You would never put a but compost I'm pile very up glad. The wall. Uh, right. I would not put the compost pile against the wall. I mean, I've already described several things I would yeah. do differently. Um, you know, the 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 habitat he had for his people that we caught glimpses of here and there. Um, you know, I understand, uh, and uh, I I but I also have faith in what I saw in the movie that. Ten years from now, you know, I think I would I I would be far happier than mm-hmm. I was just now. I, I you know I wish that uh, that they would experiment more with polycultures uh-huh. in their market garden. Um, uh, and there's there's a, a a lot of other things. I I, I mean of course in a for perfect world, yeah. All the chicken stuff. I wish that the chicken stuff was paddock shift systems instead of Salatin style pins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I could see a lot of hugel culture there. This is the part where you can praise me about how amazing our hugel culture Your is Your hugels are the tallest hugels I've ever seen. <laughs> well, and they're kind and of jungles. And they're getting kind of lush and jungly. Yeah. So Actually, I want to talk about, you talk about intern habitat. You know, there's 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 a bunk room here, and it's lovely. And you're you know? staying in the red cabin, right? I'm staying in the red cabin, which is glamorous. Okay. You know, that's it's well, not glamping, but, you know, it's it's, it's beautiful. It is really nice, but you don't have your own bathroom. Okay, don't have your own bathroom. And you don't have your it's own It's a bit kitchen. of a hike. Right. No, it's it's a it's a guest room. It's a detached guest room. But you've you got have- a little kettle. You can make tea. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. So uh, have you had a chance to make a deposit at Willow Bank? Yes, yes. And- Willow Bank is lovely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Willow Wonka is now up on the lab. Mm-hmm. So when you get an opportunity, you might want to... Uh, <laughs> I'll see. It's a different kind of chocolate factory. A diff- <laughs> yes, right. Is that the one with the dancing rabbit on it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I saw it, but I didn't go in there. Yeah. That yeah. was that was some excitement, getting it moved up there. I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. So we thought, you know, we could just put it onto our trailer and haul it on up and... And uh, but when they did all that lovely roundwood timber framing, they made the skids way, way too, short. too small. So it was it was going to topple over. And so it it was a little too exciting. And then we got the skidable kitchen moved up there. Yeah. That was too exciting also. Yeah. So uh, we've got some stuff about how to make all this be uh, not so exciting and a little more reliable, but still, I kind of feel like when we make a skidable structure, we should probably make it on the property where it's going to live long term. I, I don't like putting them on the trailer anymore. Oh, I see. It, I kind of thought it would take like half an hour to get it onto the trailer. And it was taking like more than four hours yeah. for each one to get it on the trailer. Yeah. The kitchen looks great. Yeah. I love I love all those diagonal lines on it. They are actual, uh, it's actual structural it's integrity thing. Right, yeah, yeah. Those diagonal lines, yeah. But it looks good. And there's more to more to do. Lots of because we had that uh, uh, rocket kitchen workshop that uh, Ernie right. and Erica led, and um, 
Wow. Some amazing designs mm-hmm. came out of that. And they've been using the rocket oven, and they've made mm-hmm. cornbread and wheat bread and Cake cookies. And cookies. Pizza. pizza. Pizza and pizza. And pizza. <laughs> and some more pizza. And we're going to make more pizza tomorrow yeah. and video it yeah. and try to make it beautiful. Right. I was, I was in that kitchen today kind of like, I'm going to move this box over here so it's not in the oh. line of... Video, are you gonna, are like you a gonna, box full of cardboard for starting the fires. Like we don't need that right there. Let's put that over. Are there. you going to be the Vanna White? Oh gosh. In the video. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. All right. All right. So, um, anything else to say about this this um, movie? I, 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 I've, it's a beautiful movie, and it's great to see what he's doing, and he is he is doing very good things. They are very different things, yeah. but they are very good things. He is a force for good in the world. He is. I agree with your analysis entirely. I'm I'm so glad that that he's doing the great permaculture work that he's doing, and um, I I I hope to compete with him for interns someday. Um, so, but in, in the meantime, that was very impressive. And he's got a lot of, he's got a YouTube channel with a lot of really good stuff on it, too. Uh, yeah. Sure. He does his own little videos. So out of all that stuff he's doing, every once in a while he whips out a camera and records himself walking on his property and talking about some perspective all, or another. All the hip kids doing it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, uh, I don't think we need to have me put any more videos up on YouTube. There's all these other really good YouTube channels. But we love your videos, Paul. <laughs> well, we, want we were talking Paul. about earlier. You watch videos that have like, here's like Justin Rhodes. Justin Rhodes and his adorable family. Yeah, he's, he's a little. That's I love to watch that. Kittens and puppies. There's kittens and a puppy and four little kids and they're all adorable. I, and I, it's I don't watch I don't watch primetime TV, but I will give. 15, 15 to 20 minutes to watch a Justin Rhodes video okay. as a as a relaxation. I can't even wrap my head around. I know you want to have like content. That. You're like, where's I, the content? Yeah, I I need the. Even I mean, this video is beautiful, and you're like, but they didn't teach us how to do chickens. Right. I wanted to see their technique. Right. Like you know, no, step by step. They're just making a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you're so not really into this whole feeling here's, thing. Here's it's the, a lot more concrete. Here's the chicken doesn't have feathers anymore. Right. Where did the feathers go? Where the feathers well, go? Well, they showed you. They showed dunking it in the hot water. They, they did not show the plucking. I'm imagining yeah. they have a mechanical plucker. Probably. And and then it's like they didn't show any of the cuts. They didn't show like you know. By the way, here's the gland you want to remove. So it doesn't you know. No, no. This was and not an instructional video. Yeah, yeah. Not no, at it all. Wasn't. It wasn't. All I was just glad that they showed. But then the my videos. I kind of feel like I want to show everybody all the, the details of why you want to do it this way. Right. You know, and, and I kind of feel like that's what my videos are about. And YouTube has changed. YouTube is... Um, YouTube is more about entertainment. I have 72,000 subscribers, but YouTube shows uh, my video to hardly any of them. And so I've got lots of people that That's are like, weird. I, put I up get an video. email. I get an email, but I, I yeah. clicked on the bell or you something. You clicked on the bell. Yeah. And now apparently people who click on the bell, YouTube has decided. Not necessarily. We're just going to show it to you like once in a long while. We're not going to. You said you wanted all of them, but no, we've decided. So pod not. people, there's a bunch of uh, videos that came out recently. You should go look for them. 
There you go. Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, what is it? You got comments. You got a comment. You, you got, got a thumbs, thumbs up. up. You got to watch it to the you very watch end. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it all the way through. You got to uh, watch the ad subscribe. if you can. Subscribe. You got to and then you got to click on the and bell. and like and click on the bell. And now the bell is going to say, "Do you want to get all the emails or none or maybe sometimes?" <laughs> And you it's not say, that many, folks. Just get them all. Just say all, yeah. Yeah. So um, all, all those things. All right. <clears throat> That's it. I think we're. I think we've gone long enough. If you like this sort of thing, come on out to the forums at permies.com, where we're going to talk about how amazing Richard Perkins is, homesteading, and permaculture all, all the, the time. time. Don't forget, go out to patreon.com slash paulwheaton and make a pledge for future artifacts.